All right, now we are actually recording. Okay. Yeah, but this is it's experimental shit. We don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we haven't even talked about a name yet. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I'm thinking bat rankings. Bat rankings? Bat rankings. Okay. We are ranking Batman with a scientific okay. approach. I mean, it's science. This is There's no opinion in here. We're laying down the facts. Yeah, this is... Uh, I like this. Bad rankings. That's a good name. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, who are we? Who are you? Well, I... My name is Kenny. And who are you? I'm Ben. Ben Creighton. We've oh. known each other. Jesus Christ. How long? Uh, that would be 96. Okay, so that was like four... When Batman come out? 92? We're talking, of course, about the only Batman that matters. Batman right. the Animated Series. <laughs> That's true. There are other Batman, but this is the one true Batman. True. Uh, <laughs> this is the Emmy Award-winning cartoon series. Uh, started on Fox, and then it kind of moved over to the CW, or WB, I believe. Yeah, yeah that was in the, in the pre-CW era. <laughs> the WB, my bad. <laughs> Wow, man. Okay, but yeah, uh, this is, you know, I consider this, I think a lot of people do, one of the greatest cartoons ever made. I would agree with that. I would, I would be hard-pressed to think of another cartoon that I would... Now, again, we're talking about scientific fact. There is no opinion in any of this. Nope. We're, we're objectively determining quality. Uh, you at home, if you disagree with us, tell us how wrong you are. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please put those in the comments below. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Batman, the animated series, you don't get much better than this. This is, uh, this is, you know, 30 minute cartoon series that debuted, I believe in 92. I was, yeah. 92 sounds right. So yeah. this was, this had been out and in the wild for a while before, before you and I met. Because we go way back, that was that would have been freshman year in high school for yeah, the two of us. Yeah. Tell tell the people at home about your your history with the Batman. Was this your introduction to the Batman? No, no, no. Uh, my introduction was the I think for almost everyone in my age group, the nineteen eighty nine Tim Burton film, and then you know nineteen ninety two also the sequel came out, Batman Returns. And so this cartoon came out like following that movie a couple months. So Batman craziness was everywhere. I mean, it was Happy Meal toys. It was action figures. It was lunch boxes, coloring book. You name it, everything was. You couldn't escape Batman. No one can escape Batman. No, he can't ever. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I I must have been aware of Batman before this show. I, I mean, he was around. There were comic books. There was, you know, there were yeah. the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember Batman before this show. In fact, I remember watching the Tim Burton Batman and going, oh, this is what the show is based on? This is weird. Who is this Who is this Michael Keat man? Really? He's, yeah. You didn't? Okay. I had not... I had maybe like caught a scene on cable, but I hadn't. I didn't sit down and watch the movie. That's crazy. Yeah, until I was already a That's fan. Crazy. Now you were a military kid, so you were you know moving around. You probably didn't have access to. Yeah, it's true. You were in Germany. You were in. Uh, gosh, I don't remember where else you were at. But... Uh, Kansas, all kinds of places. But yeah, especially in Germany, there was the one movie theater with American movies with English language movies anyway. Right. With one screen that you had all weekend to watch any given movie and then it was out and the next movie was in. Yeah. So if you missed it, sorry. <laughs> 
did they have uh, uh, you could buy tapes or was this? I don't, I, you, I don't know. How does that work? How does that work I to mean, rent we, a movie in Germany? Yeah, I mean, we were on, like, movie rental wasn't really a thing. There was a military base where you could buy, like, American goods. So if you, if you wanted it bad enough, it could be had. But if you're a, if you're a kid, you had what your parents put in front of you. Okay, all right. And, and you couldn't really, like, catch it on cable or syndication either. But when I remember Batman being like becoming part of my childhood. It started with tiny tune adventures because they would play them back to back on Fox. And of course they would play them at, you know, 3 PM, which is right when I'm getting out of school. So my mom would tape them and every night after dinner, (laughs) watch that VHS tape. And at first it was, yeah, we're watching tiny tunes. And I guess there's this other thing after it. And before too long, it's like, yeah, when's tiny tunes going to be over? I need my Batman fix. God damn it. Uh, For see, I'm from Tucson. Uh, It was at four 30 was Batman. Tiny tunes was four. Batman was four 30. So plenty of time. And uh, yeah, you, you were, Happy always uh, to get home, I'd say 3.30. You knew you had some time. Make yourself a little hot pocket and uh, just kind of wait until until Batman came on. There was, uh, I have nothing but great fond memories of coming home from school uh, and just basically, you know, getting excited because I knew you always got quality. Every episode was awesome. So we we decided to do the show and we've not planned it. Like hardly at all. No, this is we, terrible. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's the worst. We are we are in a hotel room in Phoenix, Arizona, yeah. home of Phoenix Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. We had like one conversation over breakfast, and then another in an elevator, and that's all the planning we've done. Yeah. Ben and I just happen to be in Phoenix. Uh, he is looking for a place to stay, and I'm doing a business meeting tomorrow. So we just like, hey. Hotel, hotel. All right, hotel. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> there's there's not, I don't know if there's like a canonical order, but there's the order that the episodes are on on the DVDs, which I think is production order. I'm not 100. I do know that On Leather Wings was the first one. I do know that. That was the first one to debut. I think it was on a Sunday night. And And you can tell. So you and I just sat down and watched it literally just now. And... Yeah, certain things like like we were pointing out the hero shot when the Batmobile shows up. Right, right. You you can tell that that was their big like look at Batman's car. You haven't seen this before. Yeah, and uh, the animation is very very fluid. I'm not talking trash about any other episodes, but you can tell this one was the one where they were trying to impress studio execs to greenlight the whole project. So. Uh, yeah, the animation is, it's a little more fluid. Um, and yeah, those established the bat cave. I mean, you're introduced to it pretty much. The, the Batmobile <laughs> is essentially the camera just is like, Hey, here's the track and here's it leaving. And here's it on its way to Gotham gaze upon the amazing animation. So yeah. <laughs> and, and things as, as simple as the first time he uses the, the bat grappling hook. Like I feel yeah. like the camera saying this not having watched these in at least a couple of years but i i don't think it gives the camera gives it quite that much focus in later episodes yeah because you already know 
this is a thing that Batman has. It's a thing that he can just do. Don't worry about it. This they make real. This episode they make real sure to show you. He pulls it out of his utility belt, points it. It follows the grapple, shows exactly where it latches on. Right. Let's let's explain the rules of this of this <laughs> character in this world. And uh, you're introduced to. I mean, we talked about his bat cave. He has his bat computer, which talks back to him. This is uh, you know, kind of like a. Uh, retro 1940s world's fair style but the technology is supposed to be you know somewhat futuristic i mean it can analyze things like uh you know cells and uh, was it uh, the bat uh, scale or hair yeah, hair yeah uh but i mean it has this look like it was made in 1952 <laughs> so um and the, and the episode opens up on the iconic the police blimps which i right. don't think is a thing that has ever existed anywhere in the real world no the zeppelins i mean you know all the humanity that pretty much ended that era there you know was they used them in europe uh but i think after the uh uh, Hindenburg. Yeah, uh, I think that pretty much 86 any possibility of that being used for commercial use. But I mean, once again, this is kind of like a retro world. It's like 1940s, but set in the future present time. Yeah, the police are using blimps, but we don't get the bat wing in this episode. But Batman's basically got a flying saucer. Yeah. Everybody else, you know, prop-driven biplanes. And there are, you know, uh, in other episodes, you'll see people, you know, use, um, gosh, uh, cell phones are used. Or at the very most, I mean, there's talking computers. and um, But all the TVs are black and white. That's true. Yeah. it's <laughs> And it's great because it's like film noir. But, I mean, you know, they have all these gadgets and gizmos of the present era. So. Yeah. It's 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 what people in the 40s thought the future was going to be yes, like. Yes, perfect. That's actually perfect. <laughs> so let's go down the, the the plot of the episode a little bit. So it opens up, like I said, with the the police blimp and and Officer Kevin Conroy. Right. You were quick to point out. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, make the best use. He's a terrific voice actor. We might as well use him for a couple parts. So. Yep. They they get uh, get kind of dive bombed by this what they think might be the Batman, but of course. We we find out pretty pretty quick. This is a man bat creature, right? <laughs> this is uh, gosh, uh, I don't know if this is in the comics. Maybe I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But this was a creature episode. It didn't even you know you would think it'd be a Joker or a Two Face mm. or a Penguin. Their first episode was kind of like a you know a random freak monster of the week episode. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Yeah, so he, and he's breaking into into pharmaceutical laboratories, stealing chemicals, and we cut from that <laughs> laboratory. Labor, yes, laboratory. <laughs> you gonna say that? All right. Oh, d- 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 I, that's how it's pronounced, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> All right. Laboratory. All right. Sorry to interrupt. My bad. No, just, it's fine. You have to establish the correct scientific pronunciation of laboratory. That's right. We're being scientific. Yes. It's all science. For the, the science kids out there yeah. that are watching us right now or listening to us. <laughs> they can they can watch themselves listen to us in the mirror if they so choose. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's 2019. Yeah. You know, it's, do it's, what makes you happy. It's not up to us to tell you how to enjoy this program. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's up to us to tell you what Batman. Which Batman? Yes, that's what we're here to do. We're not going to do much of that today because we've only watched the first episode. Right. But sneak peek in future episodes, we will be ranking these in order for posterity. Right. So that everyone will know what is the best Batman episode. <laughs> we're going to get so we'll probably get a lot of trash for it. But hey, you know, that it's science. You can't you, yeah, can't, you can't refute it. Yeah. It's, if there's one thing I know about science, it's that once you establish a fact, it is never again called into question with further evidence. That's, a, you know, that's, yeah. That's the scientific method. That's how it's done. Yeah. As, as far as you or anyone else knows. Right. <laughs> so, we, so don't even start. Yeah. So now that we've established what science is <laughs> in, in the Phoenix Pharmaceutical Laboratory, mm -hmm. we cut to, speaking of establishing, it's is this the mayor's office? Do I have that right? It's Mayor Hill. Yeah. It's Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. It's Harvey Bullock. Right. And mysterious coin flipping figure in the corner who you don't see until the end. Right. And and you get a lot of exposition right away. Hey, here's who these dudes. Bullock sort of works for, for Gordon. He doesn't really work for. In what police department, I wonder, does. Hey, you talked to the press. You weren't supposed to talk to the press, but you gave this unauthorized interview. But I, I guess you get to keep your job. Yeah. There are no negative consequences to the fact that Bullock went blabbing to the press about this ongoing investigation. Right. Well, I mean, I, I think the, he knew the mayor. The mayor had his back. Uh, so, and I, you know, it's this whole scene is meant to introduce these characters that will be a part of the series. So right away you get the idea that Bullock is, you know, a rogue kind of cop. You've got Commissioner Gorin, who's kind of by the book. Got Mayor Hill, who is well, he's just a mayor, and then the mysterious figure who will be in later episodes. You find out is actually Harvey Dent. Yes, indeed, yeah, future future Two Face sitting here flipping his coin, and I I I do love that they thought ahead. They I think there's a couple more appearances of just Harvey Dent being Harvey Dent. Oh yeah, there's there's an episode where he's uh, dating uh, Pamela Isley before he becomes you know what he becomes. So. Uh, yeah, they, that's pretty smart of them that they went that route. Let's introduce this character. And then, you know, maybe 10 episodes in, that's when we turn him, we change him. So, yeah. So then, then, so they're making their plans. Bullock's making plans. He wants his special Batman hunting squad. Mm -hmm. And we cut from that to finally, this is three scenes in after our cold open. We meet our hero, the Batman, Bruce Wayne. Uh-huh. And right, right away, we establish him as, I was describing this Batman to a friend of mine who he grew up with, Super Friends Batman. Okay. And and Adam West, Super Camp, Super Cheese. Right, yep. And of course, nowadays in the, you know, post-Nolan, Batman is the grittiest. Right, yep. Do you bleed? Yeah. Do you bleed, Kenny? I'm going to make you bleed. <laughs> That's you will when I punch you with kryptonite. Right. This is a unique take because he's got a different voice. He's Bruce Wayne. He's, hey there, how's it going? I'm Playboy Millionaire. And then when he does become Batman, it's very deep. Yep. Alfred, I need you to bring me, you know, uh, this tray so I can examine, you know, this Batman here. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, yeah. It gives a little bit more life to the character. And I'm sure that's great for Kevin Conroy, too, because yeah. it's not killing his voice. <laughs> Uh, but even in this first scene, even as Batman, 
know, Alfred's sassing at him and he's he's joking right back. He Batman smiles in his first scene here, and that is not what you usually nope. think of Batman being all about. Yeah. But it's it's not that he's, you know, a joke like Adam West. He's just he's a human being who likes to goof with his friendly father figure slash butler. Yeah. And this is, you know, it's it's lighter. I it's obviously it's takes a kind of a dark uh I don't know how to they use dark paper to draw on to yeah. make this but uh this is a show for kids ultimately, so you gotta have some kind of, you know, sense of uh humor or, or lightness to it as opposed to what what's going on now in the DC world, which is yeah. Although I, I think they're getting better at Aquaman. They had some jokes and uh, uh, I hear Shazam's got some jokes. And uh, so I, I think they're starting to realize that people, they want some jokes. They want some lightness in their, in their movies. It's almost like Marvel's been making billions of dollars for like 15 years doing yeah, that. And yeah. DC just noticed. <laughs> and I get it. If you do like the DC, you know, Snyder verse, I get it. That's your thing. But it's, it's, here in the 90s, uh, this is following Tim Burton. Tim Burton had, you know, a dark style for the Batman movies, but, I mean, it still had humor. It still had some some kind of positivity to it. <laughs> As opposed to what was Batman versus Superman, which was just a giant... Just, just grim. So Debbie grim. Downer. So Debbie Downer. It's crazy drink, how... Drink the piss. It's my grandma's tea. Yeah, that... Do what, what the hell was that? Um... <laughs> Uh, but it, it, you know it it existed um it happened we all let it happen and uh, and now <laughs> we all as a people we have to bear responsibility for it yeah can't can't blame that on snyder snyder was following the will of the people and you know i like snyder's style <laughs> i just uh, he needed he's got a great visual he that's his thing. He's so visual that he forgot there's characters. <laughs> you got to have some characters, some, some personality with these, you know, but anyway, we we're, we're talking about the true Batman. Yes. The only Batman, as far as I or anyone else is concerned. Right. Because that's fact, <laughs> which is Batman, the animated series. Yes. So, so Batman, he's, he's getting down with his own investigation. He doesn't want the cops pinning this nonsense on him and he finds the this was a scene that i loved the the goofball security guard doing his wacky voices oh, yeah. it's <laughs> which i think we've all done that i i know i have i'm sure you have too yep. you know you're you know, hey call this number blah blah, blah. it's i have never i've never <laughs> i i can't believe you <laughs> i you're a liar <laughs> yes i i never had the little uh, audio memo machine from the 80s <laughs> in my bedroom as a child so I could make why must you turn this hotel room into a house of lies I was certainly not the one who came in here with the modern equivalent the zoom h4n with his <laughs> right yeah this is fancy stuff by the way uh, for those of you who are listening to us this is nice this is a nice setup you got here so we might have to cut that out if it turns out this all sounds like ass yeah that's true it's not not tutor <laughs> But the security guard is uh, making fun voices in this little audio tape, and uh, that's when he gets attacked by, or um, yeah, the man bat. The man bat. 
I almost said his name. We we don't want to give that away yet. Yes, yeah, spoilers. People are, <laughs> as far as I know, people are watching the episode as we describe it and pausing for right. tangents. Yeah. So they don't get spoiled ahead of time. So don't spoil. I don't want to ruin a, a surprise from 1992. <laughs> <laughs> well, those those kids out there. But uh, yeah, so the there's an attack. And you can tell this is an early episode too, because later on, Batman would just put it all into the back computer and let that solve it for him here right. he's he's still a detective like i i guess i got this recording of bat noises i guess i'll take it to the zoo they'd know yeah and you get you get the fun bit of misdirection with dr march who's super grouchy super irritable just th- throwing right out there for the audience hey i'm probably a villain kids yeah only not this is a very simple red herring but you're a, a stupid child yeah this is um <laughs> he's the the one he's the dick and uh, then you've got the handsome, nice uh, Dr. Uh, Kirk. Yep. Kirk Langstrom. Langstrom. Uh, he's... And he's the one who's like, oh, hey, I'll check it out for you. Don't mind him. He's just a dick. Yeah. He's just, he has has this theory, which I guess is science. So we have to believe it without questioning it, that bats will survive the next evolutionary cataclysm, but humans won't. Which... I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure insects would win. And <laughs> I, I, I think that's the I, don't cockroaches like radiation doesn't even kill them. So <laughs> well, they have a they have a higher tolerance. And I don't think I think as mammals, bats are pretty much killed by whatever will kill us. Yeah, but, you know, hey, it's for for ki- it's a cartoon. So <laughs> screw it. Uh, and then you've got Francine, who is married to Kirk uh i'm informed that she is a character you wouldn't know it from this episode yeah (laughs) so i mean yeah she doesn't really exist much in this episode but uh Uh, she has uh she has the one female character design that bruce tim knows how to do and it's very attractive and i enjoy it yeah (laughs) and so uh after leaving the uh why do you call it the zoo i guess it was the zoo i I was the gotham zoo zoo why did they go to the zoo and not? Okay. Anyway, because where else would they know about bats? That's true. I guess. And when zoo. you're Bruce Wayne, because the, the Dr. Marsh says like, we are not pest control. We are the zoo. <laughs> yeah. And Bruce Wayne gives zero shits because he's that rich. Yeah. The zoo is Bruce Wayne's pest control. Right. Which is great. So, uh, Bruce leaves, uh, basically goes back home and then he gets a phone call and uh the phone call says hey they're normal bats they'll leave you once it gets a little warmer so batman cross references that and you notice in this scene too when he answers the phone just in case you hadn't picked up on the fact that i mean a if you're an idiot child and didn't know that Uh as as i was and didn't necessarily know that bruce wayne is batman's secret identity this is where it gets established because out of Batman's mouth, cowl on comes Bruce Wayne's voice, which is great. Yeah. He's playing. He's, he's, uh, he's not always doing, uh, Batman, blah, blah, blah. He's, you know, Hey, what's up doc? He even says, what's up doc? Yep. Which is great. Cause Copyright it's a Warner, Warner brothers. brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that goes on. And then obviously the computer says, you know, dilly do. Nope. And so Batman's like, he's lying. Clearly, I got to go back there. And-, yep. and and at this point, actually, for the entire episode up until this point, because when we were talking about this before we started 
you said like, yeah, I've, I've mostly got them memorized, you know, up until the volume four. And I'm like translating that into my head that, oh, Kenny misspoke. He he meant, you know, he's familiar with them. No, you have these memorized. <laughs> you were repeating lines a lot. It's weird. I can't remember like basic, you know, algebra or, or Spanish or all the things that we were. But I can fucking remember a cartoon from 1992. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's gone me far in life. I s- <laughs> clearly we're in the jury Inn here yeah. in phoenix arizona uh but yeah on the, on the company dime no less yeah, yeah suck stuff. it lazy boy so <laughs> we are going back to the zoo and we're going to confront who we think is going to be um yeah because we get you know a couple of mystery shots yeah. of some mysterious disembodied set of hands that you'd never, never see who they belong to messing with bats and messing with chemicals. And clearly it's Dr. Ma- no, it's the handsome young Dr. It's Kirk. Dr. Kirk. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, uh, essentially Bullock has been given free reign to go get after Batman. So they're doing all this. And then you realize, well, they realize that they've got the wrong man because when they show up, uh, there's a, a hit that already happened in a different location. Yeah, and, and Gordon's quick to rub it in. Well, he can't be in two places at once. Right. And then, slight leap of logic, Gordon says, okay, so we got to pull out of here. Well, wait, there is still a break-in happening. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, that, yeah. That's yeah. some shoddy police we work there. Going, stop that, too, right? Yeah. Well, know? no, that's not... I proved, Gord, I proved Bullock wrong, so therefore... Yeah. Yeah, let this one. Uh, yeah. yeah, this this guy gets a free pass. Right. We're going after the. Other. We've only got. You I know, never thought about that. That's a good point. <laughs> it's like, all right, so uh, <laughs> we'll just let this breaking go on. Yeah, it's fine. Sure. But, I never thought about that. <laughs> Damn. All right. See, it's it's, it's almost. I'm glad we're like, talking about this, and we're gonna talk this show up because it is, of course, the best bat. It is, but that's a little but bit is of it, a plot is it actually any good? Does it actually hold up? That's what we're here to prove right, with science. Yeah, but you know what? Still, still good. It's for the sake of the narr- the narrative. Yeah, let's just forget about this break in <laughs> that's going on to go get the other bat. So. Nope. But wow. But that's that's when we get the big the big Jekyll and Hyde scene. Kirk Langstrom walking behind all these test tubes with his face distorting. Oh my god. And even in this, like like you said, this is incredibly well animated. Largely, there are certain shots, mostly in like establishing shots of vehicles going places where it's like, well, yep. That is clearly a static element over a looping background, right. but you you can tell they were saving the budget for for some of these money shots, like yeah. the beakers and test tubes. There's that uh, transforms. Uh, the, they fight. Yeah, great a, great horror movie transformation. Yeah, he's uh, uses his grappling hook, and the, the man bat like jumps out a window with Batman attached to him. Uh, they're flying in the middle of Gotham city. One of those Zeppelin blimps. They, you know, they're like, there they are. There he is. There they are. Whoa. Oh, there's two of them. And uh, that's when this, uh, what we were talking about this animation, mm-hmm. they go through a construction site zone and they're dodging and weaving. And the animation is so fluid. It is just gorgeous to look at. And keep in mind, this animation is early nineties. This is, 
I don't think they used a computer for this. Maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah. But Even if they did, this is television quality animation yeah. in, well, television budget animation in 92. Yeah, this is incredibly detailed, uh, fast-moving backgrounds with the camera yes. actually following them around. And changing perspective, yeah. too. You know, panning from, from a side-on shot to a head-on shot. And it's gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. And anytime Bullock's face is on screen, that, <laughs> that character's face is so expressive. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> with his toothpick too. Yep, <laughs> which always comes in handy because anytime he, you know, he's shocked, there goes the toothpick out yep. of his mouth. You know, it's perfect. It's perfect character design. Uh, but it ends with uh, Batman punching really hard yep. the Man Bat, and the Man Bat's knocked out, and back to the Bat Cave. Oh, two for dinner, sir. <laughs> That's what Alfred says. And, and I, th I think if I have an actual complaint against this episode, this is it. That it's it's all resolved really easily in the end. Batman punches Man Bat real hard until he's unconscious and then whips up a cure. It all seems pretty easy. Yeah, which, it, yeah, it's I'll grant you that. I was actually OK with it and I still am because I'm, I, I think all the the drama, all the animation, mm. the red herrings, all that stuff. By the end, I'm kind of like, all right, let's wrap this up. And which they do, they do it pretty quick. But I definitely see your point. How did Batman, you know, do the the cure so quickly? Well, he's he's he's, he's Batman. Batman. He's he's not only a great detective; he's a great scientist. But he was able here. to change a mutant back to human <laughs> form within one night. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> so, it was Doctor March's life's work to create this man bat hybrid <laughs> and batman says no son get on my level uh one night i think i can finish this by the end of the hour and he does he does and he brings him brings the the beautiful lantern jawed dr kirk langstrom back to his his loving wife who i'm sure has a name uh francine 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 and he says what he says it's, yeah, she, she asked will he turn back and he says no it's all out of his system it's over for now for now well, what does that mean but why would it why would it not be over uh, I, to I, be continued there's no to be continued at the end of the episode no 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 reason for anyone to suspect that this character will ever come back other than yo we made up this real dope character design why would we not want to right. use it again which, you know, it does get used again. Yeah. But, uh, right. yeah, that's how it ends. And that is on Leather Wings. It is. the Kenny, do you, do you think this episode holds up? Yes. Uh, the animation is still to this day probably the best animated uh, of the episodes. Storyline-wise, nah. Um, I do love the facial expressions, and, and I do love the establishing shots. Is it my favorite episode? No, it never has been. Uh, like we were talking earlier, this is like a Monster of the Week episode, mm -hmm. which to me, when I think Batman, I think the Joker, Catwoman, you know, Riddler is uh, Man Pat, not up there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I would, I think I could fairly characterize this as discount Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, it's. Why does why does the man bat want to be a man bat? I don't know. He's I guess evil. Maybe he doesn't have the stakes are pretty low. He doesn't have some grand plan to turn humanity into bats 
and create a master race of bat. He just wants to be a bat. That's right. his life choice. It, it's yeah, it's. And in this modern age of, of trans speciesism, I know we've got furries out in the audience. <laughs> what I'm saying is maybe the villain is really the misunderstood tragic hero that we never knew. I just, it's such a character. <sighs> it's a lifestyle choice that Batman, uh, frankly, should be more supportive of. <laughs> it's 2019. Right? If, a, if a man wants to grow fur and, and wings and be a bat, then let him. They have conventions for that. People hook up. What's they, your pros? You're yeah. the dick, not yeah. him. Prude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think it does hold up animation-wise, storyline-wise. I could skip it. Yeah. I'd, and I think, like, on the one hand, as an introduction to what this show is, you know, we've talked about it, it ex- exposits a lot. On the other hand, this show is so episodic. You really don't. We're going to watch it in order because that's just science. Yeah. But if if you're just wanting to experience the best of Batman, you can pretty much jump in wherever. Yeah. I don't know that you necessarily need a big introduction to the world, but maybe that's just my perspective from Jesus. What? 25 years later. It's it's uh, this is how I like cartoons i like mm-hmm. them episodic oh agreed there are there's fantastic animated series out there uh the x-men animated series is great if you want to follow something from you know the start and follow it all the way through to the end cool but i like episodic when it comes to cartoons and, uh, and also you know speaking of scientific curiosity if you need the answer to the age-old question does a mall babe eat chili fries? You're not going to get it anywhere, but X-Men. That's true. The animated series. Maybe we should do a show for that one too. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but focusing on Batman uh, for this particular episode, definitely check it out if you haven't, because you should, you know, you're going to fall in love with the, the animation. Yeah. that it, it is the clear star is the visuals and the lighting is beautiful. Yeah. But storyline wise, you're getting Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. That's it, man. That's yeah. it. I mean, I read the the children's condensed classics version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde when I was in like the fifth grade. Right. You could do worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's see what we got next week. <clears throat> okay. Next week we have Christmas with the Joker. Oh, okay. Uh, according to the crowdsourced Wikipedian plot description, after escaping... Arkham Asylum on Christmas Eve, the Joker takes over Gotham's airwaves and terrorizes the city for a crime. He challenges Batman and Robin to find his hidden TV studio and free his hostages, Commissioner Gordon, Detective Bullock, and Summer Gleason before midnight. Yeah. Kenny, do you remember this episode? I watch this episode every Christmas. (laughs) Okay. This is a Wendorski tradition. (laughs) That's my last name, by the way. So, um, yes. And I watch it with it's become Sarah's. That's my wife. She watches it with me. And when we come close to around Christmas time, we've even said, it's like, shoot, we didn't watch Christmas with the Joker yet. We watched Home Alone last night. And then, yeah, you're right. We haven't watched it yet. OK, let's watch that tonight. Christmas with the Joker is a Wendorski tradition. Okay, so we might be coming at this one from different angles because <laughs> on Leather Wings, I remembered it being pretty much as we experienced it today. Like, good introduction, pretty visuals, little simple on the story. 
I remember Christmas with the Joker being kind of a stinker. It's I'm not saying it's a great one, <laughs> but it is a Christmas tradition. You know, everyone's got something that they do. And for this, for our family, we do watch that once a year. All right. Well, <laughs> next week we will decide scientifically for all time. Does Christmas with the Joker hold up? And bonus, we will decide, is it better or worse than on leather wings? It's going to be our... <laughs> That's that's kind of our plan. That's, final episode, final oh, segment of each episode. Oh, We've got to decide where does the episode sit in the rankings compared to every other episode we've watched for this show. Mm -hmm. So that by the end, once we've watched every episode of Batman the Animated Series, we will have a scientific ranked list in order. And that's just science. You can't can't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, stop. Why are you doing yeah, this? They they keep. I don't go into your business and tell you how to do your things. I, I mean, I do. This is our sign. But well, it's very rude of me. Just buy the chair. God, <laughs> live comfortably. <laughs> I'm Ben Creighton. You can find me at HPI2K on Twitter. Ben Creighton on Twitch. Other names, other places. I don't know. You got anything you want to plug, Kenny? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Kenny Wendorski. I am on Weiski TV for YouTube. Uh, Weiski TV for the good old-fashioned uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's about all I got to plug. All right. This was fun. Let's do it again next week. Sounds good. Sounds good.